Bokar Tov, we are on Pasuk Yud Zayin, chapter 14 of Melachim Bet. Last we spoke, last we learned, we did uh, the civil war between Amatzia, king of Yehuda, and Yehoash, king of Israel, in which Yehoash won. Okay, Yehoash then goes into the Bet HaMikdash, takes all the spoils, and he leaves and he, he dies soon after, according to the Chachamim. He dies in that same year as the war. Amatia seems to live on. I, look, it says that he captured Amatia. I don't know how Amatia breaks free. Maybe after he takes the spoils, he lets go of Amatia or something like that. But Amatia does outlive this civil war in which he is caught. So that was uh, the final thing. And then we concluded Yoash's... Um, yeah, we, we finally concluded the life of Yoash. And said, you know, that the rest of his stuff you could find in the book of Devarim of the kings of Israel, and Yoash was with his, his uh, was buried with his fathers in Shomron with the kings of Israel, and Yarovam the second reigns after him. Okay, so now we have it's important to know we have two Yarovams. Yarovam the first, who's the first king of Israel, who broke off from the line of Solomon, and was com- com- competing with Rechavam. And then you have Yarovam II, who reigns for a much longer time, 41 years. And, uh, and that's who we're going to talk about next. But before we get to Yarovam, we need to go back to the rest of the life of Amatia, besides for the civil war that he had with Yoash. So Pasuk 17 goes back to Amatia. He lived after Yoash 15 years. The rest of the matters of Amatia were written in uh, of the kings of Yehuda, not Lemachi Israel. I said Lemachi Israel. I meant Lemachi Yehuda. And just like Amatia's father, Yehoash, guess how Amatia ends up dying? Wow. They tried to stage a rebellion against him in Jerusalem, so he runs to Lachish. Lachish, I think, is west. It's close to the... Isn't that the same? Is it Lachish is from which story? From which... Uh, it's not in the Book of Yonah, is it? It is from the Book of Yonah. It is from the Book of Yonah. Lachish. Ah, Lachish. Ah, that's, a good, right? that's a good... Yeah, yeah. Yonah runs away to, to Lachish. Lachish. Is it a city of refuge? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It's a good question. There is Lachish. Did he go to Yachish and then to Yafo? Yonah ends up in Yafo. But I remember there being something about Lachish in his story. Hold on, let's see if we could find. Let's see. See if you could find where Lachish is on the map. Oh, Gemelach Yokteel. I guess it's near Yerushalayim. Oh, found it. It's south, south, south of Bechemesh, south of Livna. It's 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 west, southwest of Yerushalayim. It's probably somewhere near Gat, honestly. Okay. It's somewhere near Gat. But an interesting thing. Remember the war we saw that um, Amatia won against the king of Edom. Yes. 
I was in Gemelach, Yoktael. It's actually on the eastern side of Yamamelach. Okay. Eastern side of Yamamelach, right there. Where, That's where they say it is. Okay. And where is like Yerushalayim from there? Yerushalayim is here. Okay, got it. Northwest. So it's south, south. Yeah, so it's in like the. It's in southeast. the Yamamelach Valley, but on the eastern side in modern day Jordan. Okay. That's where he won that war against Edom. But if you look, Edom is in the south of Israel. It's like in Israel proper yeah. to the south. Yeah. So, um, as we're going to see actually very soon. Edom, who is in the south of Israel, is actually in possession of Elat. Now, if you look for a second, where was officially the borders of Israel? Mm. According to different opinions, you have the borders of Israel. They end, they end on the southern border at a place called Kadesh Barnea. Now, Kadesh Barnea is deep in the Negev, but it's definitely not Elat. Okay, so that's where people get the thing that modern-day Elat is not part of biblical Israel, because if you look at the borders of Israel, they go much further into Lebanon in the north, but they stop at Kadesh Barnea, which is somewhere uh, uh, in the Negev. Now, on... Uh, um, to go against... I mean, to, like, the alternative is to also say that when David was in control, when David was king, he actually was able to subdue the Edomites. Mm-hmm. And he took possession of Elat. So just the fact that the borders are once described in the Torah, and according to some of these opinions, as ending at Kadesh Barnea, does that mean that that's it? That, that if a king controlled Elat at some point is it not considered Israel and does not have Kedushat Eretz Israel? Like what would be the rule? Um, there are Gemarot that discuss that David Amelech conquered some areas that were outside of biblical Israel, so they have a quasi-biblical Israel status. Mm-hmm. Maybe Elat has that status. Uh, I don't know. It's an interesting story, but we're going to get more into it, okay? Because we're about to conquer Elat again. Um, so the rest of the matters of Amatia are written in the book of uh, Yuda. He runs away to Lachish, which we said is south of Yerushalayim. Southwest of Yerushalayim And they eventually kill him there Some say they killed him after many years That he was hiding in Lachish Some say that he killed him immediately It sounds like they killed him immediately But according to Rashi They actually killed him after very many years They took him on a horse Or on horses And they buried him in Yerushalayim With his forefathers in the city of David then all of the Yehuda people took Azariah, who is also known as Uzzah, or Uzziah, okay, Uzziah, not Uzzah. And uh, they took him, and he was 16 years old at the time. They made him king instead of his father, Amatiah. He built Elat, and he, and he um, settled it for Yehuda after his father died and was buried with his forefathers. Is okay. the same Elat we have today? Yeah. Okay. That's what it seems. That's why I brought up the whole thing about Elat. Okay. Now, I want to read you the Radak on Elat because it gives a lot of backstory, okay? It's called Elot. Okay? Some call the name Elat, some call the name Elot. Okay? And it's one. Now, what's the backstory here? The Torah says that the Seir people, Seir is the precursor to Edom. Mm-hmm. They control the, pos- the, the land of from Elat until Etzion Gaber. 
Now remember I said Etzion Gaber is somewhere deep in the Negev. It's the southern border of biblical Israel. So from Etzion Gaber, which is somewhere deep in the Negev, mm-hmm. until Elat, which is the bottom of the Negev, at the, where it meets the, the Red Sea. Um, right? Um, yeah. So uh, where, where Elat meets the sea, uh, that's all, that all belongs to Edom. Okay, according to what the Torah describes. And so says it in Divrei Amim, As halach shalomo le'etzion gaver ve'el elot al sefat hayam be'eretz Edom. And it also says in Divrei Amim that Shalomo at some point went to Etzion Gaver, south of Etzion Gaver, and to Elot, which was by the sea, which is in the land of Edom. Okay. Ve'efshar, and it could be, ki David lekakah mimelech Edom, that David took Elot from Edom. Ki Moshe laya bechol eretz Edom, for he controlled the whole land of Edom because Edom was subservient to David in this time. As it says in Shemuel Bed, Vayasem David Edom that David put his own people as the, the ruling class over Edom. ben And then in the times of Yehoram, son of Yehoshaphat, here, Yehoram, son of Yehoshaphat, Pasha Edom mitachat yad Yehuda. That's in, in chapter 8. Edom rebelled against Yehuda. Yes. Okay, if you remember they that. They lost a lot. So they lost a lot at that time. What they had controlled under David, they yes. lost at that time. The Elot David, And then the Elot that David took from Edom was given back in Yehoram's time, son of Yehoshaphat. And now when Uziyahu became, uh, took, uh, took possession, uh, when he became king, he took it back from the king of Edom and and then not only did he take it back, he also rebuilt it and resettled it. For he didn't build it, of course, when it was still in the hands of Edom, obviously. Okay. Um, so very, very interesting. I wonder what the official... I don't know if we have... Uh, if so we, this king has two names. Yeah. Azariah and Uzziah. It's the same name. Yeah, if you look in, Yosh, in the book of Yeshaya, the first verse is that Yeshaya was a Navi during the reign of Uzziah, Yotam, Achaz, and Yechizkiah. Uh-huh. So if the one who precedes Yotam is Uzziah, but here we know him as Azariah, it's the same person. Okay. Uh, the, I would love to do a study into the technical halakhic classification of, land. Of, of the land south of Etzion Gaver. In Israel, like of Elat, let's say, because David Melech seems to have control. So, does once a king of Israel has possessed it, um, but why does, does it have to be a king of Israel? Why can't it just be the IDF today? All right, I'm saying a lot of a lot of rabbinim from the 60s, 70s. You know, after oh, the you're Six saying that that already like, yeah, it's a part of it. Like, that already it. classifies it, it as Eretz Israel. Like anywhere like we Israel. end up conquering is yeah, part of Eretz Israel. Have to defense or whatever it is. Is there any? Technical, like, carryover status from biblical times that yeah. makes a place have Kiddushat Eretz Yisrael. Because it sounds like a lot of people say that. Yeah, it does. Like, about Elat, I've heard, oh, Elat's not technically not Israel, technically. you're leaving Eretz Yisrael. Yeah. So, that's a, it opens up a big question. Do you keep two days of Chag and Elat? A lot of people wow. do their Chagim and Elat. Wow. So, I think nowadays people keep one day of Chag. I'm sure there's an opinion that says you have to keep two days. But yeah. we seem to be following Halakha as if these areas are biblical, biblical are, are halachic Israel. They're not necessarily biblical Israel because in the Torah, 
when we were crossing into Israel, this was owned by Edom and it was listed as Edom territory, right? Seir territory. A very interesting topic. Okay. Pasuk Kaf Gimel. Bishnat Chamesh Esrei Shana LaMatziah Ben Yoash Melech Yehuda Melech Yarovam Ben Yoash Melech Yisrael B'Shomron Rabayim V'Achat Shana. And it was fifteen years into the reign of Amatziah, son of Yoash, king of Yehuda, who we already know from before. Yarovam, the second son of Yoash, became king over Israel in Shomron. He did it was evil in the eyes of Hashem. He did not deviate from all of the sins of Yarovam and Nevat that he caused Israel to sin. So much in that pasuk that we have to unravel. Um, wow, this is this shoveling is very annoying. Okay. Um, What's going on in that pasuk? There's so much in that pasuk. So he was very bad. He continued the sins of Yarovam the first. But it's funny. Yarovam the now second. They're comparing him to Yarovam, who was the first king yeah, of Israel. Yeah, because they're comparing him to like Achav or Yehuda. Right, 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 right. Right. They're comparing him like he's like not a. Disciple. Yeah, but they, they even even those kings. I think they compare. Oh. We all compare to to Yarovam the first, who started this process of Avodah Zarah um, in order to remain apart from Israel. From Yehuda, um, but what does this mean? I, I mean, we're gonna stop on this pasuk. Who ashivet gevul Israel min levo chamat ad yam ha'arava? Let's see. Ve'inei Yoash Aviv ashivet arei Israel. Yoash's father brought back some of the cities of Israel. Which cities of Israel? Against Aram. Remember? Yoash was against Aram. Yeah, so he got yes. back some of the cities that Aram had captured. But that must be Aram. Yoash brought back the cities that Aram took. But Yaravam took from Levochamat until the Yam Arava from the other kings that took them, from other enemies. But we don't know exactly which enemies these were. Some say that his reign, that Yaravam II conquered as much as Yoshua conquered, and some say that he conquered even more than Yoshua. The fact that it says he returned these cities to the power of Israel means that there was once in the time of Moshe slash Yoshua, there was once upon a time that these cities that he's now conquering were in Jewish hands. And what about this reference to uh, Yonah ben Amitai? This nevoah is not—it's a nevoah that he apparently yeah, told him yeah. that Yonah ben Amitai apparently told um, uh, thing uh, Yarovam the second, but we don't know that we never see the nevoah written. And there's also machloket in this in the Gemara and in the Mechilta. Um,
So there's a very interesting backstory to the story of Yonah in the book of Nineveh, because in the, the, the Navi Yonah, he is only told to go to Nineveh and tell them, uh, and 40 yes. days Nineveh is going to be turned over. Yes. Now here we see, it's not, it's very cryptic. Well, here we see that there was another Nevoah in which he gave to Yaroam the second that they're going to conquer from Levo Hamat until Yamha Arava. I just want to find out where that is. I think it's... Well, it's definitely south of Aram. It's not going any more north from there unless it's south like Lebanon of area. But it, I'm, I'm assuming it's somewhere east. If it's south of Aram, the then it's on the east of the Jordan River. That's, the, that's my guess. Be. Unless it's like Lebanon. But where is the Yamha Arava? It doesn't make sense. What's the Yamha Arava? Could you look up on your on your phone see if there's Yeah. Yamha Arava. Where is that? Yamha Arava. It's a valley today. It extends from the south of uh, Yamamelach until the Gulf of Aqaba, which is like uh, it's, it's the Jordan Valley Dead Sea area. It's probably but not. that's 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 how would the King of Israel get all the way down there? It must have been on the eastern well, side of the Jordan River. Isaiah already. also Lebanon is desolate and impassable. Shall be. Yeah, the Arava region is in the south of Israel. Yeah. It's like the Negev. Yeah. But it's saying it's south of the Dead Sea. Okay. Does this make any sense to you? This being the Dead Sea. The Red north. Sea, the Aqaba. So it's somewhere in between in the valley. I guess so. I just it's just a just, curiosity how the Aravan the second gets all the way down there, circumvents Yehuda, and he takes back cities that belonged to Moshe slash Yehoshua, and they're back in his possession. From we don't even know the enemy. It doesn't even say from which enemy. Okay. Look, but if Yama Arava is is the Red Sea, right? That's what we said? Mm, no, no, no. No, it's not no. the Red Sea. It, no, but we said that it goes until the Red Sea. Oh, yeah, Red Sea, yes. yes. Right, we said it goes until the Red it's Sea. Between the Red Sea and the Dead Sea. So could it be that he returned the border? Meaning, could it, could it be that we said, maybe we're, we're introducing this information because we're trying to show that the southern border of Israel has been strengthened as, between a combination of Israel and Yehuda. Well, what's the so Uziah, what right? Uziah gets back a lot and he settles it. Yes. And the king of Israel, he establishes, reestablishes the border that goes from Elat to the Dead Sea, so that Israel had a fully protected southern border, so, pretty much the way it is today. So it looks like there is an opinion here that what he did by capturing this land helped strengthen the border of Yehuda as well. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's what we're trying to. That's why that's that's what we're trying to explore. Beautiful. So this makes sense. We introduce Azariah as having t- taken back Elat. Now, if you take back Elat and you settle it, there's a whole stretch of land that goes from uh, Yehuda all the way down to Elat. How did they protect that border and that southern border that goes all the way down to Elat? That was done by Yaravam the second, 
who took back all those cities and protected the border that goes from... Um, so, so there's no source here, but it says the Sea of Arabah the, the Dead Arabah. Sea, since the Dead Sea is in the, the territory the of Yehuda. Yeah, it appears that Yerobam's conquest benefited uh, Yehuda. Okay. And then uh, verse 28 supports this view, since it states explicitly that he restored territory to Yehuda. This puts Yerobam in a favorable light, since he ended a long-standing hostility between the two kingdoms. But there's okay. no source on it. No, but I think you said that Yam Haraba is the is the is the Red Sea. They're saying it's I the said, Dead but Sea. They're saying it's the Dead. But no, I said it's between. Yeah. 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 You're saying the Vochamat until Yam Haraba. So Yam Haraba does sound like it's Aqaba, the Dead Sea. Akaba, I think in Arabic, Akaba is the, the Red Akaba Sea. Akaba is the Red Sea. It's the, no, it's the Red. Of course, it's the Red Sea. No, it's the Red Sea. It's between so the Dead they're, Sea, they're, but they're saying this area is between the... the right, okay. So between the Dead Sea and the Red Sea is this area that... Between the Dead Sea and the Red Sea. Yeah, on the second... Uh, like protected. Okay, very interesting no geographical uh, studies today. Amen, amen.